I heard somebody say that the, the Christian life is actually not hard, but it's impossible. And only one person can mm. live the Christian life, and his name is Jesus. Hey guys, thanks for joining Chris and I in the second portion of our conversation on grace. Oh man, if you missed the first one, I highly recommend you check that one out. Uh, it's, it's very encouraging. Uh, but we're just going to jump in right where we left off. So thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy this portion. Can you share a little bit about that conversation we had when it when it came to be, the difference between being a new believer and trying to be a new believer? What's the difference and what how does God work? Yeah. Um, there's so much to talk about grace for sure. Uh, and um, grace definitely goes into this as well. Um but to answer your, your question, uh, I heard somebody say that the, the Christian life is actually not hard, but it's impossible. And only one person can mm. live the Christian life, and his name is Jesus. And that takes all the pressure and all the weight off of you trying to be a Christian and trying to live the Christian life because no one can do it, only Jesus can. And it puts all the weight and pressure on that man, on him. And and so with that being said, it goes back to that his life is in us. It, he poured out his Holy Spirit into our hearts. Um, I think Romans 5 says that. And uh, so realizing that what he's done to us, that he's crucified us on the cross, he's buried us in the grave, and he's raised us up mm. to newness of life. Realizing that he has crucified our old nature, he's buried it, and, and realizing that he has given us a new heart we don't have to ask for a new heart anymore he's already done that he's given us his life and realizing these things and, and, and mixing it with faith like we were saying earlier it just takes the pressure off of trying to be a Christian and just being a Christian. Um, so the perfect, there's a lot of perfect examples and um, I like to use nature, um, but it's like a, it's like a, you know, like a, an orange field of trees. You know, they're just there being an orange tree and from that, oranges pop out, the fruit. Pop, pop out on the, the lens 
the limbs of the tree. And, um, and they're not striving, they're not trying to produce oranges. They're just there abiding in the right environment, the sun, water, soil. And you don't hear them struggling, you don't hear them shaking to produce fruit. And it's the same for us as believers, as Christians. It's by resting in his grace, resting in what we were talking about, the finished work of the cross of Jesus Christ, and when he's done, that we see fruit, the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and if you think about the fruit, patience, peace, kindness, gentleness, that sounds like, those. that fruit sounds like it comes from a person at rest. Mm, the, the patience, yeah. the kindness, the gent- you know what I mean? The list goes, but that, that kind of fruit comes from a person at rest. And if you, if you see, it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And then, the Bible also talks about the work of the flesh. Um, and so, so I think the Holy Spirit living through us is probably a lot more simple than we thought. Like, especially being in, in Christ, especially um, being of the Holy Spirit, it may look like you just being yourself. What if the Holy Spirit living through you is through your smile, through your laugh, through your sense of humor, through you being yourself? Um, you don't have to try to put on this facade of what you're not. But if you just rest and just be yourself, the Holy Spirit is most able to, to mm-hmm. produce that fruit in your life because of who you are in now. You're in Christ Jesus. Uh, try to be a Christian, but you can just be one now. You can just just be. Just be. <laughs> like, we're human beings. You know what I mean? Like, be. Um, and, and it goes for, you know, it goes for a lot of things. Like, you know, God calls us to be loved. And if you separate those two words, be loved. Be loved. Don't try to be loved. Just be loved by him. Um, believe. Believe. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, as you're speaking, um, uh, I'm sorry, did you have something else? Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, as you're speaking, it sounds like, like you're just saying we need to receive from God. Instead of trying to work yes. to get from God, um, and it, it's it's funny because I think that's that's the difference. Like I was like, man, I tried so hard. Like when I when I hear people say like, um, I've been so and so like uh, delivered from um, like an addiction or something like like counting the days it's like well what 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 about the day that you actually do it again 
all that shame, guilt, and condemnation is going to fall on you because it was like you and your own strength, like counting the days. Like sin is still, sin is still knocking at the door, you know, waiting for a present opportunity for you to take the bait. It's who the enemy is. He sits and waits like a prowling lion, you know, like a lion. He, he's not a lion. <laughs> he's not the lion of Judah, you know. Like Christ, Christ is the actual lion, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's just interesting, you know, um, like because we will like or, or excuse me, I won't say we will. But there are times where we might fall into temptation to bring about sin in our lives. And uh, I guess what I'm getting at is that receiving of God's grace, that receiving of that free gift of righteousness, that receiving of faith. You know, uh, the word does talk about how God, like Christ, apportions faith. God, like God is the, is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Like he, he gives, he gives us faith, right? So like why we can ask for more wisdom. We can ask for these things. It's like the prodigal son, uh, his brother, his father, his son was like, why didn't you give me all these things? He's like, son, you were with me this whole time. Like you just didn't like, you, you didn't ask me, you didn't ask me for these things. And so I guess encouragement to those listening, it's okay to ask from God, you know, like ask him for more faith, ask him for more grace, ask him for more, um, you know, like more understanding and wisdom. Um, and it talks about that too in the word, how like, uh, I think it's in James, like ask, asking for wisdom. Um, like he, he doesn't withhold like any good thing from us. Um, and that's the difference that I'm, that I'm hearing is, man, we were called to receive from God and do and be, just be, instead of trying to get from God to be or trying to do for God to be. Um, and that is is one of the big differences for those listening. It's. It's totally, it's an upside down kingdom in this world. Because in this world, we're told, you know, do this, do this, work hard, do this, do this, do this, and you'll get this. With Christ, with the Lord, we're not discounting hard work. Paul even talks about, man, like I labored like so-and-so more than all of them, but yet not I, but God's grace. Um, you, you don't discount the laboring part. But you give God all the glory and you receive all the grace to do all the hard work to be. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, I, I, I just want to point out, like, grace and hard work actually go hand in hand. Hmm. <laughs> As you can see what, what Paul says. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there, there's another thing I wanted to talk about. Um there are two there are two verses that you were talking about God has given us a new heart, right? Like what about in Jeremiah 17:9 how the word says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? 
Uh, I mean, for, before you answer that question, the reason why I bring this up is because I believe that there are a lot of people listening um, that wrestle with this, with sin, you know, like I keep seeing this in my life. How do I get this out of it? And you're, t- you're saying God has given us a new heart, like, and to be, but I still see this in my life. So where's the difference, Chris, between these two things? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, you know, first of all, like that that scripture that you mentioned in Jeremiah, um, it's the old covenant in that prayer, or, or yeah, that's it's in the old covenant. But as the scripture I had mentioned earlier about in Romans, God said, or Paul says that God has poured out His love by the Holy by the Spirit in our hearts. Mm. And uh, and I believe it, there's another scripture that says that we've been given new hearts. But but that alone shows that now He dwells in our hearts. Like He's given us a new heart. And um, and so so after, so. That, that's what he's made home in our hearts now. Um, and, and, and light always triumphs over darkness. So if the spirit has important, is there darkness in there? No. It doesn't mix. Can you repeat uh, that? So, well, so if the Holy Spirit now has been poured out into our hearts, as in Romans it says that means that darkness doesn't live in our hearts anymore because light overcomes darkness and the Holy Spirit is not going to live somewhere where there's darkness so the blood has cleansed us the blood of Jesus has cleansed us and has removed sin from our hearts you know that song, I love that song, says, you know, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but blood Yes. And then the other one says, um, it's something about why that smell. And so, mm. the blood has cleansed our hearts and, and, um, and, and now the Holy Spirit lives in our hearts. Um, and so, we, we have been given a new heart. Um, mm. And, you know, it boils down to this. We're either in Adam or we're in Christ. We're not in both. <laughs> um, mm. and, 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 and also, too, to answer your question even further, reborn, you know, Jesus tells Nicodemus, in order... In order to, um, Jesus didn't come here to turn a new leaf. Jesus didn't come here to, um, uh, to give us a method or whatever. Jesus came here to give you a new heart. Um, and, 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 and so we use that term reborn. So in order to be reborn, you must first die. And that's what happens 
when we put our lives, when we put our hope in Jesus Christ, we die. The old simple heart, the old simple man has died. And we've been reborn into the family of God. We've been reborn into Christ. We're no longer in Adam. We're no longer in sin. But we are in righteousness. We are in light. We are in Christ Jesus. And guess what? Mm -hmm. He's the one who did that. He's the one. Jesus is the one who baptized us. He's the one who crucified us. He's the one who raised us to new life. Like, Jesus is the baptizer. And so, it sounds to me, you've got a brand new heart. <laughs> and, um, wow. And, uh, and so, to answer your other question, of people, like, that sounds great, Chris. Sounds amazing. But why do I still sin? Why do I still have these thoughts? Why do I still feel like this? And that's a that's a great question. Um, but the, to answer your question, to answer that question, is, you know, we're still in this earthly tent. We're still in this, in this you know, this, this body of, of, of flesh. Um, and, and, um, but now we have a choice. We don't have to be a slave to sin anymore. We don't have to, um, be drug around by sin anymore. Um, because we have been set free. We've been set free from, 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 from that. We've been set free from darkness. We've been set free from sin. So it's, so, so we don't have to be a slave to, to, to that anymore. Like, a free person has a choice now. So we have a choice to either walk by the Spirit or walk by the flesh now. Before Christ, we didn't have a choice. We're a slave to sin. We're a slave to those things. Sin was our master. That's what the Bible says. But now, under Christ and, and Him, righteousness is our master. Like, and so we now have a, a choice to either bow the knee to sin or bow the knee to, to righteousness. And and that's where that renewing of the mind comes into play to help us not to bow the knee to sin. Um, yeah. As 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 much or as 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 much as um, we should or whatever. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the way to discern that you have been given a new heart is that you hate sin now. You can't, like, it, it's nasty to you. It, it, you hate it. Every time you you do sin, you hate it because you've been given a new heart. People who have not mm, been given a new good. heart, sin does not affect them. Not affect them. Sin, they... It doesn't even phase them. It's just who they are because they haven't been given a new heart. But you and I, Christians, you know, people who place their hope in Jesus Christ, have been given a new heart. So now sin is disgusting, and we can't continue it in it anymore because we've been given a new heart. We now desire to do good. We now desire righteousness. We now desire to to, to live a holy life. And that desire came from Jesus living inside of you. That's good. 
Um, I, that yes. But, oh yeah, okay, so to answer this, um, so you have to realize that, with that being said, just because you sin does not make you a sinner. You are still the righteousness of God. You are still one with Him. Um, and it's just the same way. Jesus did no acts of sin. He did not commit any sin. But how did he then become sin? He received it. He received our sin. And so how do we become his righteousness? Is it by not sinning? No, it's by receiving. The way, same way he received our sin is the same way we receive his righteousness. That is very and, powerful. And, yes. And so... So just because you you do the acts of sin does not make you a sinner. You are still the righteousness of God. You are still a saint. Um, what the Bible that's what the Bible says. Like He's made us holy. Um, I believe it's in Hebrews. But um, and, and and Paul will address the churches to the to the saints at Corinth or to the saints at whatever like. Even though they were doing some messed up stuff, they were doing some messed up stuff, stuff that the world's not even doing, and he still addressed them as saints. Mm. He didn't say to the sinners at Corinth, he didn't say to the sinners at whatever, but he said to the saints to remind them, yo, that's not you. Like, this is you. Like, but, um, and so that identity, that anchor of, what he's done to us and, and realizing I have a new heart um, goes back to your to that thing you said right believing leads to right living so if you believe that you're just a messed up person a sinner and then a lot of your results are going to be that but if you believe that you are the new creation in Christ Jesus you believe that you've been given a new heart and then um You'll start to get that kind of living because your mind is being renewed to that, um, to that truth. Um, and so, and, and it's not about a feeling, like, it's about a knowing. It's about faith, like what we said in the way beginning. The way that we see grace operated is by faith. The way that we're going to see Christ in us and through us is by faith. Um, and so, it, it, it's like, you know, with Adam and Eve, way back in the garden, God says, if you eat of this tree, you, you shall surely die. But they didn't die instantly after they ate the fruit. But what died? Their, their spirits. Their spirits died. And it, and it took 900-something years for death to work its way through their body, through their flesh. And and so, with being a Christian, you became a Christian, and his life is now in you. Resurrection life is now in you. But it's going to take some time for it to manifest in, 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 in your actual thought life, your behavior. But the way that's going to be manifested is by renewing your mind, what we were talking about, the, the finished work of the cross and, and your newness of heart, and new. And so it's going to take some time, but but 
but it's not the same way it took time for death to work its way through Adam and Eve. It's going to take some time for this new life of Jesus Christ living in us to 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 work its way through our our, our emotions, our, our our thoughts, our behavior. Um, so trust the process. Trust the process of of His grace. Of His of the um, sanctification process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of the Holy Spirit, and it's Him. It's Him who sanctifies us. It's not us trying to sanctify ourselves. It's 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 Him. It's Jesus. Um, he's the one who saves us and continues to save us. Is what the Bible says. It's crazy. <laughs> so good. So, oh, I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh, so go like, ahead. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I was just gonna say like Jesus is not done saving us. Like yes, we are saved, but He's the sanctification of our souls, of our minds, behavior, emotions, um, are still being sanctified, but but it's Him doing it as our high priest. He's making intercession for us. Mm. But anyways, okay. No, I feel like we're just getting on the roll, which is crazy. Um, not saying this is going to go for a long time, because it already has, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this is good. Like, the Lord, I know the Lord wants this. Um... Man, I'm just like, man, let's keep going. Um, but, man, two things. You you mentioned new heart and, like, oh, gosh. Uh, man, it, it says in Ezekiel uh, how, how, like, it says, Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And it says, I will put my spirit with a capital S within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. And this is like Israel to be renewed for his namesake, for God's glory, right? For God, like God's temple. Um, it, it says our bodies, right? Our bodies are the temples of the Lord. Like he wants to reside in, in us. Um, it's crazy how it all connects, right? It goes so much deeper. It's like, dang. But it's, uh, oh, man. And, and, like, if, if we abide in him, he will abide in us, you know? Uh, and so there's that staying connected to God's grace. Like, it's it's like you were saying, uh, faith, faith is a tunnel for grace to go through, to flow through, to flow through. We can't, and the way that we cut off God's grace is by is by um, is by putting confidence in our strength, putting confidence in our yeah. in our ability, putting confidence in our uh, ten step solution. No, 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 no. The one step solution is to believe in the one man Jesus and everything He's done for us and provided for us that we receive by grace through faith um man i just feel the lord on that right there like stay in the flow of god's grace in your life and deny the pride that creeps up in our flesh to say that we did it i did it no god does it and he is doing it um Man, I, I I feel I just feel the Lord on that. Um, Chris, is there 
is there anything like any i don't want to say steps but is there are are there a few things that you personally would want to encourage listeners who struggle in right believing or or doing versus trying um some simple things whatever it may be that will encourage them um to to rest in god's grace First of all, like everything we're sharing, the only way you're going to grasp this is by the Holy Spirit. Um, and so I would encourage people to ask the Holy Spirit, men, would you reveal the grace of God to me? Hmm. Um, would you reveal the, the new covenant, the finished work to me? Because like, a lot of the things that these guys said went completely over my head. <laughs> but it takes the Holy Spirit to open your heart and to open your eyes to, to the rest of the gospel um, of, of union and, and, and resting. Um, and I also, man, Romans 5 and Romans 6, Romans 7, like those are great scriptures to marinate on. Um, Hebrews is great to marinate on. Um, and then I also, you know, recommend some great teachers. Maybe we could put a link in the podcast of these guys. Um, John and I can talk about who to share and just maybe just marinating until it becomes your own, until the Holy Spirit wakes your heart up to it. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much no, that that is so good. Um, and actually, I will be putting a link um, on a deeper study of God's grace because it's not just uh, it's not just the unmerited favor of God. There, Paul uses grace in in a multiple different um, different ways. Just and it, he uses it as the power of God, uh, the sufficiency of God. Um, you know, like, uh, he, he uses it alongside mercy. Uh, I know a lot of us, we can get grace and mercy just confused, um, which in some, in, in some contexts they are interchangeable. Um, but man, there, there, there are so, uh, there are a few different meanings to the word grace that Paul uses, uh, within context. And I will be, uh, putting an awesome link, um, to a deeper study of what this word means. Um, also some, some great pastors that teach, um, teach on grace. I'll, I'll mention a few of those as well. Um, but man, Chris, this has been such a good time, um, talking together. And I just hope everyone listening is encouraged. Um, Chris has been a dear friend for a while now, and we've both just been growing closer in this revelation of God's grace in our lives. And it just, you know what it is? It, our spirit bears witness to this truth, and it makes us so excited. It makes us so, like, alive. Like, yes, yes, this is it. And the hard thing is we grew up, you know, it was like around 25, 24 25 that this revelation was revealed to us and 
But the thing is, we went how many years living, not understanding God's grace? 25 years, right? Like, and so we are spirit, right? We live in a body. We have a soul, our mind, will, and emotions. Um, And so though our spirit bears witness to it, we must train our minds to righteousness. You know, we must... We, we must renew our minds. Though our spirit bears witness to it, man, sometimes our mind, like, it, it, it contradicts it, it contradicts what the spirit says. It's like, the spirit says that you are righteous, but your mind's like, no, 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 no. Don't you see this? Don't you see this area in your life? That contradicts, you know? But it's right believing that leads to right living. And so, and so as you train your mind and believe what God has said about you and believe what God has provided for you and receive what God's provided for you, then you will start seeing the fruit. Um, you, you start seeing that right believing in your mind and in your conduct and in your actions um, through the Holy Spirit, not in our own strength. But I, I just want to say that to encourage everyone listening um, but man, Chris, again, thank you so much for this time, and uh, thank you guys for listening in. If y'all have any questions on this, please, please, please reach out to either of us. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time you're in town. <laughs> yes, I love, I you, love you too, man. Yes, you're very welcome, bro. All right, I'll see you later, guys.